Here comes Donut Box, here comes Donut Box, right down Trash Can Lane. It is streaming on Apple Music and Spotify too. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is our Christmas special of the Dota Box Podcast. Merry Christmas, y'all. So we are recording our Christmas special. I'm so excited. This is a special holiday podcast. Absolutely. So uh, we're we're extremely excited. We have some great content for you today. Yeah, we're going to be changing the Donut Box podcast up a little bit. I know that we normally have a structure, but since tis the season, we are going to do a festive trash can style Donut Box podcast. So Michael, with that being said, how what are we going to start out with this, this very Merry Christmas season? So we're going to have... An oldie but a goodie, and that's the old-fashioned donut. That part's not changing. Um, for those new and existing listeners, um, it is a story from Chris and I's past. And we are going to tell about the the title of this episode is called A Very Trashy Christmas. So we are going to talk about one of the worst or maybe the best Christmases we've ever had. I don't know yet. It may be the worst. It may be the best. It is definitely the most interesting Christmas I have ever had personally so to set the stage we had just moved out here to Texas this was my first Christmas away uh, my mom was very sad to lose me I moved out here with Mike and his family the same week that I graduated in May so during this time we were living uh, with his parents while we were getting uh, situated and with that being said I will let you tell the rest of the story so um, he was living with us and this is the first Christmas we were out here. So to set the stage a little bit, um, the whole reason we moved out to Texas um, was because uh, my grandmother, unfortunately, uh, had declining health and she ended up passing away before we got out here. But we were going to come out here and take care of her and my grandfather and, you know, live with them and, you know, take care of them. Um, so my grandmother, unfortunately, passed away. And so about six months prior to Christmas is when we moved out here and so when we got here um, shortly after my grandmother passed um, we were going to take care of my grandfather and he ended up getting himself a a girlfriend rather quickly and um, ended up proposing to her rather quickly so uh, they set the wedding date for Christmas Day christmas day which i'd never had a christmas day wedding before have you chris i have never had that i think if you have your wedding on christmas day that is just very inconsiderate number one a jesus it's his birthday well not really it's just whenever we celebrate his birthday number two to everybody else i want to be at home in my jammies opening up my christmas presents watching how the grinch stole christmas and drinking hot cocoa i don't want to be going to no wedding and i will say this too i really felt bad for the uh the pastor that had to be there because he was away from his family too I digress. So, um, where this wedding was occurring uh, was not in a church. It wasn't at a venue of any sort. Well, it kind of was at a venue. Uh, It was at the local trailer park because uh, the lady that 
my grandfather was marrying um, had herself a trailer in this trailer park. And so we were going to have ourselves a little intimate wedding in the trailer. And uh, so we showed up on Christmas Day and there was um, different members of, of my family and such there. And Chris was there and all. And um, they didn't have a fireplace. They had a, a DVD of a fire going on the TV. And all anybody can say and joke about was, oh, man, it's almost like you could feel the fire. It's almost like you actually have a fire. Well, what was weird was Micah's aunt that we had hardly ever seen she showed up with just some random guy that we had never met. And we were like, who the heck is this guy? Why did he come to the trailer park wedding? And they were just all sitting underneath the blanket. And uh, I'll let your imagination fill in the rest. But yeah, they were all about the fire. They were like, yep, yeah, this fire is cool. This fire is awesome. We love this fire. So um, the wedding literally occurred. We were all sitting on their couches. And... Um, they got married in front of a fireplace DVD, and so they <laughs> the poor the poor pastor, like Micah said, he had to come out. Th- and this was like at 10 o'clock in the morning. It wasn't like an afternoon wedding, so this man had to be away from his family, away from his kids, opening up their presents. It was like 9 or 10 in the morning, and it was I felt bad for this guy because who wants to be out at a trailer park wedding with that goofy family marrying this old man with a fake fire when you could be at home with your kids um the because i mean the thing that i would imagine could you imagine being the pastor and he's conducted other weddings like i I know he's conducted other weddings and you know i guarantee you that was probably the oddest venue he had ever been at i mean he's standing there and all the rest of the family members are sitting there going yeah i can't believe we're having this wedding today on on the couches and so that was only a small part of the wedding. So the wedding got over. They went off on their honeymoon and what, whatnot. And my mom was actually flying in on Christmas Day because she wanted to see me and she wanted to spend time with me. So we go and pick up my mom from the airport, and it's great. And, you know, I was a little emotional because this is the first time I see my mom in six months. And so we take her back to the house. And a uh, little side note, she had sent me a box of fudge like two weeks up two weeks earlier and i got it in the mail and i just hid it under my bed and i shared some with micah and apparently it was supposed to be for the whole family but uh i just hid it underneath my box and my mom asked micah's mom was like so did you get some of that fudge and his mom was like what what when did y'all get fudge and i was like oops i forgot to tell you my mom was like christopher that fudge was for everybody there wasn't a note i'll just say that now shout out to chris's mom because we got care packages all the time with the best candy the best stuff we, we got all sorts of stuff all year round but that fudge was so we were sitting at the house wondering what to do on christmas because micah's parents they weren't jehovah's witnesses but they did not like to celebrate christmas there was no christmas tree there were no gifts there was no christmas movies at all of the sort so we're sitting there and we're like man it's kind of kind of time to eat kind of hungry but it's christmas day so we looked up some restaurants and uh we decided we didn't have too many slim pickings there was buffalo wild wings chinese buffet ihop and denny's so michael where did we end up going for christmas we went to the chinese buffet not just the chinese buffet the bad chinese buffet in town yeah it was like that scene from a christmas story when they're at the at the thing and they're singing the follow la la christmas part uh that that's what it was like on christmas day it was this and um i would like to say uh it smelled like sewage in there 
So it was literally we were eating Chinese food with the smell of sewage after coming from a trailer park wedding. And, um, you know, I would say Chris's mom was the bright point of Christmas because other, other than that, we had a pretty trashy Christmas. It was a very trashy Christmas. I remember going up to the line and I was like, this tastes like rat. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody, but I was like, I wonder if this is rat. Like, it just tasted nasty. But yet we smelled sewage. And yet we were still going back for seconds and thirds because I was hungry. I was, they didn't cook anything. And I was like, man, better fill up while I can. And needless to say, uh, the buffet, it closed down shortly afterwards. And nobody has inhabited the building since. So we don't know what happened, but we could all kind of. So that was a very uh, trashy Christmas. The trashiest Christmas that I've probably ever been to. It was a very memorable Christmas. I'll say that to say the least. But uh, with that being said, sad note on this holiday episode, we will not have the jelly donut, but Michael, tell them what we have instead of the jelly donut. So we're going to skip right over to the donut hole um, with a segment about Will It Christmas and it's uh, Christmas movies and it's it's borderline Christmas movies of are they Christmas movies or are they not? And I'll let Chris start that off. Yeah, so if you've ever seen Good Mythical Morning, they have a thing like Will It Hot Pocket or Will It Jello. This is Will It Christmas. So Micah This is our modified version of it. Yes. Yes, this is our modified version of it. So Micah and I have two movies apiece and we're gonna debate whether or not they're Christmas movies. Do you want me to start or do you want to start? You can go ahead. Okay, so the first movie I have, and I'm probably gonna catch a lot of heat for this. And if you're a younger viewer, you probably will not know what this movie is, but it's called It's a Wonderful Life. It's about this man named George Bailey, and he's working hard, and it just kind of seems like life is dumping on him, and he's a good guy, and he's got a family, and he makes good choices, but life is dumping on him, and he gets himself into a financial pickle, and he's about ready to kill himself, and he's like, I wish I was never born. And then this angel comes to him and is like, well, I'm going to show you how your life was if you had never been born and it goes through his life and it shows how many people are affected by this man's presence and he realizes hey i'm a valuable part of society there are people that need me this movie is a christmas movie considered quote unquote i grew up watching it every christmas they show it at christmas time but micah would you say that this was a christmas movie i'm gonna argue that it's not a christmas movie what do you say i say no as well I just think it's it's because of the content that's in the movie. I think it is, too, because it's not really about Christmas. It's about this man, George Bailey, and about his life. And you follow his life up through childhood, and it's really not about— It takes place during Christmas time, but it's not actually a Christmas movie. I, I don't—I I agree with you. I don't think that it's actually a Christmas movie. I just think it happens to take place during Christmas time. So, will it Christmas? Our vote is— Nope. Will not Christmas. Michael, what's the other Christmas movie? Will it Christmas? Die Hard. I've heard so many people say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie because the movie takes place and the main plot points, and I'm trying to save it in case people haven't watched Die Hard. If you haven't, please go watch Die Hard. It is a good movie. However, the whole entire storyline um, starts off from a Christmas party, and the whole thing kind of revolves around that whole thing. So, people say that it is a Christmas movie. I would be willing to bet that, no, it is not Christmas, a Christmas movie, just like the last movie that we referenced. I really think that it's more, it happens to be around Christmas time, but the storyline does not really go with 
See, I'm going to debate you on that because I think that it is a Christmas movie with the sake of it, I think it is more of a Christmas movie than It's a Wonderful Life because they're at a Christmas party. There's Christmas trees. They make Christmas references. There's Santa. I mean, if you don't know, like I said, these people get, you know, taken hostage and the main character, Bruce Willis, has to save them. And one of the guys he kills, he writes, I got the machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. I think it is more of a Christmas than It's a Wonderful Life. So I'm I'm going to give my thumbs up. Split decision. Christmas movie. Why else do you not think it's a Christmas movie? It's not a movie that if if I had a family with kids, it's not a part of my Christmas tradition. And I, I know that might not mean much to it, but that's not one of my Christmas repertoire of movies that I'm going to be showing every year um like a tradition like come on kids let's sit down and watch die hard well, i would hope you would not be watching die hard with your kids because that movie is rated r and there's a lot of things in that movie that those kids should not be seeing but our decision is 50 50 let us know comment on our facebook page or on our instagram what do you think be our tiebreakers be the tiebreakers yes exactly okay um the next movie on my christmas list and this is a popular one too and i'm gonna catch a lot of heat for this home alone home alone now michael do you think that home alone is a christmas movie i think it is a christmas movie but i think it's a christmas movie because it's hard because you know it's really the family leaves for christmas because they're all going to celebrate christmas away and you know they end up leaving you know for those of you who haven't seen it we're spoiling a little bit however you know, if you haven't seen Home Alone, please, please go see Home Alone. If you haven't seen Home Alone, you deserve to have that movie spoiled for you. Because if you're old and you haven't seen it, you that's one of the movies that you should have grown up watching. So you could spoil it for me. Yeah, you know, I think honestly because, you know, they leave Kevin. They leave the main character. They leave the boy. And, you know, he, he has to leave his... Okay, maybe it is a Christmas movie because of the kindness and such shown from the old guy that is creeping kevin out well it's it, like he goes into the church and he finds sanctuary and there's the nativity and it's all about peace and happiness and what the true meaning of christmas is and realizing hey christmas isn't just about gifts it's about your family too i'm kind of on the fence about it but i guess i will lean to it and say it is a christmas movie because like we said, it it talks about Christmas. They're going to, on Christmas vacation, and it does give those family feel-good Christmas mushiness. Yeah, it definitely has all that. And then, of course, Kevin realizes he needs his family and wants his family there and would like to spend Christmas with his family. So I, I to me, it, it gives the moral and value of what Christmas is supposed to be about. And so, yeah. So Home Alone, Will It Christmas? I think it does. Um, and if some of you are like, what? It is a Christmas movie. There's no debate. I don't know. It, 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 it I feel like it just, again, the storyline is kind of similar with Die Hard. And that's where I'm on the fence. It's like, yeah, it takes place during Christmas, but is it really about Christmas? So you can argue both sides. So what is the last movie that will at Christmas? Uh, the last movie that I have on, on my list is Batman Returns, the 1992 version with Danny DeVito as Penguin. So why did that even come up as, is it a Christmas movie? Because most people will say, no. Did that come up like on a list or something? Yes, that came up on a list of the top 25 Christmas movies of all time. And it came up as Batman Returns. And 
to me personally, I wanted to bring that up. I don't really know of anybody that would say Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Uh, what do you think? I mean, because it's, it's got Penguin, it's got Catwoman in it. Yes, it takes place kind of around that time does it does it make like a lot of christmas jokes and are there santas and christmas trees and all that stuff not over the top like a christmas movie would have it so what number one what website was that on and number two what was the ranking of it on the christmas movie it was on rotten tomatoes oh really from what i've heard at least um and it was number 23 number 20 so they were they were just trying i feel like they were just trying to fill so they're like oh yeah top 25 christmas movies because in reality there are not that many christmas movies to begin with and i think they were trying to get away with adding it onto their list honestly that's a hard no for me it's a hard no for me too um since it came up on the list i figured i would throw it out there and see if any of our listeners would disagree with that um because obviously somebody has to think it's a Christmas movie. I, you know, because uh, there are some very notable Christmas movies, in my opinion, that aren't on this list. But this one, or, you know, Batman Returns is. Well, Batman does bring joy and happiness by taking out bad guys. And that's in the true spirit of Christmas. Batman isn't. Well, I guess he is all about this stuff because he is a billionaire. But Batman, you know, I don't know. So Batman Returns, will it Christmas? <laughs> That's a hard no for both of us. Yeah. The the only um, notable thing I would say about this Rotten Tomatoes list is, um, which kind of makes me think it's not too, too accurate, is uh, none of the Santa Claus series with Tim Allen is in the list at all. Are you serious? Those are actually Christmas. I mean, it's Santa Claus. It's about it's believing in Christmas. It's literally talking about Santa Claus. So I, I don't I don't know, um, but I, I figured I'd bring it up because if that's making a list, you know somebody's got to think it's a Christmas movie. Awesome, cool deal. So will it Christmas? Three out of the four movies say eh. I don't know. Die Hard is the one that we're probably going to catch the most flack for. So I don't know. Keep listening. All right, Michael. What's the next segment on this holly jolly Christmas podcast? Um, our next segment is. It's kind of a new one here, and we're being festive. We have a new donut. It's called the Fruitcake Donut, because nobody, nobody likes fruitcake. I hate fruitcake, but you know what? I work for a grocery store, and they send us out stuff to make fruitcake every year, like for ship, like the gummy bear-looking things. It's just, I don't know why people like it. Like, you have to hate that person to give them a fruitcake i don't know maybe people up north like it so if you listen up north let us know whether or not you like fruitcake or not i don't i don't remember where i've heard this from but apparently there was a family back in the day that um there was like this fruitcake that kept getting passed along in the family for like 20 some odd years nobody would eat it but they would just re-gift it to people because nobody liked it and so it was just this weird tradition where nobody ate it but they just gave it to people so on our fruitcake segment, we are going to talk about the worst Christmas songs of all time. Now, if you ask my buddy Mike over here, he'll say they're all the worst Christmas songs of all time. But we are going to go over our couple list. I asked some people on Facebook and I asked some people in real life, what is your top most hated Christmas movie or not Christmas movie, Christmas song? And they will tell me why. But first, before we do that, Michael, what are your top hated Christmas songs? And please tell us why. Oh, Lord, I'm going to catch some flack on these. Um... FYI, I've worked retail in my life. I've worked a lot of things over the holiday period, so I've heard a lot of Christmas music in my time, and these really irked me. Um, <laughs> I'll Be Home for Christmas, and I know that most people like that one. 
Uh, for me, it's just sad. I mean, it's it's more sad than anything. It's you know, it's the whole premise of the whole thing. I'll be home for Christmas, you know. And I I understand it's supposed to be like a you know family member coming home and all this stuff, but it just to me it drones on, and to me it's just it's a little it's a little downing. It's a little Debbie Downer, in my opinion. Um. The next one, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Now let me ask you a question. This is a serious question. What in the heck is figgy pudding? Like, what is that? Answer me that. I know I've had people tell me before what figgy pudding is, but we don't eat no figgy pudding around nowhere that I know of. Is it like water, like the green stuff? Have you ever tasted that green pistachio stuff? Like, it's called green stuff or water date salad. It's nasty. I haven't, no, I haven't had that. What, what is that? It's like pistachio green it just looks nasty but anyways soapbox yeah no i but see for me it's 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 a repeating song maybe i don't really like repeating songs too much where they just say the same things over and over and i mean they get on a subject and it's like you know bring us some figgy pudding i mean it's like you know first of all i don't know what figgy pudding is don't bring that to me bring me something worthwhile that's in my that's that's my opinion on that and it's not just the figgy pudding there's other parts of the song but i'm i don't want to get on a whole soapbox so we wish you a merry christmas yeah this is the donut po- donut box podcast not the soapbox podcast <laughs> <laughs> i have to remind myself that sometimes um the third one for me is the little drummer boy and reason reason being for that is um a it repeats and it repeats a lot Two, it doesn't really have any music behind it, right? Besides, like, the drums and just kind of the, you know, the... It just kind of goes on and on and on. And I feel like that one is just way over... I mean, they're all way overplayed. But I know that one in particular is way overplayed. Also, I can't not hear that song without thinking of Angela from The Office. Well, Dale, so those are your most hated Christmas songs. These are my personal ones. Number one called Susie Snowflake. It is it is that one that goes here comes Susie Snowflake. It is awful. Like it is so annoying and it just sounds like they were playing with sound effects in the 50s and they were just doing whatever the heck they want. I hate that song. It is I don't even know it's not a Christmas song. It is an annoying song. If I had to torture somebody, I'd make them listen to Susie Snowflake every day cuz it is just the worst. All right, the second one, Santa Baby. Now, I don't like that one because she sounds very promiscuous, very, what's the word I should say? Ho, ho, ho like. Um, because she, I just don't like the way that she sounds and she's just asking for all these different stuff. You know, um, as people in the South would say, religious people in the South, she has that Jeff Bale spirit about her. Yeah, it's just very, very, very weird and I don't like how she's just begging santa i think it's supposed to be she's like talking to her husband in the song but i really that song just drives me off the walls and the third one of my personal is last christmas the one that goes last christmas i gave you my heart now i put my own lyrics in there just because i hear this song seven times a day because i do work for a grocery store and they play that song and they play 10 different versions of that song and i'm so sick of hearing that song because it gets stuck in your head. Now, some other ones, some other honorable mentions are uh, 
grandma got run over by a reindeer. That one's kind of weird. I'll tell you one of mine. Uh, baby, it's cold outside. That one's got some... Yeah, a lot of people have said that baby, it's cold outside is pretty creepy because she's trying to leave and he won't let her leave. Another one that people said was, all I want for Christmas is you is from Mariah Carey. Now, I watched a McDonald's commercial and it was had the Mariah menu and she was singing the song and it was so bad lip sync. Like it was... you The the video and the music were not synced up and you could tell she was lip syncing and i absolutely hate that song is there any other honorable mentions that we could say um oh i got one it's um it's i want a hippopotamus for christmas a lot of people uh, said that they hate that song for me that's like like chris said if if i had my choice i'd probably be listing all of them and <laughs> to some i mean there's only a few that i am okay with like I can I can tolerate it, but most of them are. I tell you, you know what's weird? Have you ever been in church during Christmas time and they start singing Christmas songs as worship? That is like pretty awkward to me because I'm like, I know that Christmas is about Jesus, but it's just really weird for me to sing those as worship songs. And I know that they were written as worship songs, but it's really weird when they sing like "Joy to the World" on a Sunday morning. It's really weird. Um, I, I side note, I remember being in children's church one time with Chris, and they. Uh, around Christmas time, started singing Christmas music to all these kids, you know. And I just remember they did the Enix Chelsea's Deo one. Wait, what, what is that song again? Uh, I don't. It goes. Yeah, you know it. It's it's got a it's got a lot of you know the Latin stuff. But I'm sitting here going. I remember as a kid, I'm like, what the heck are we talking about right now? <laughs> so I don't I don't know. Well, that's the fruitcake segment. Uh, the most hated Christmas songs. Let us know what your most hated Christmas songs are on our social media pages and or on if you watch it on YouTube, leave us a uh, comments in the comments section. But what is our next segment? I think it's the What Fries My Donuts About Christmas. What Fries My Donuts Christmas Edition. Yes, you were right. Um, and so What Fries My Donuts About Christmas and I'm going to be taking the primary lead on this because I have, I feel some type of way about Christmas. I would not call Micah a Grinch because the Grinch hates people. Micah doesn't hate people. Um, the Grinch doesn't hate Christmas. He just hates people. I would call Micah more of a Scrooge. It's not that he hates Christmas. He's just not the the most, the number one fan of it. So, Micah, with that being said, what fries your donuts about Christmas? Um, to set part of this up, though, uh, my parents up and since I was probably about 11 or 12 did not give gifts or, you know, things like that. Part of what fries my donuts, it, it's around gifts and in, in totality here. But one of the main things I hated was coming to school and having people, cause everybody asks once you come back from Christmas break, um, or even, you know, whenever I was in the workforce, what'd you get for Christmas this year? What'd you get? You know, what'd you get for Christmas? And I kept telling them nothing, you know, I didn't get anything this year. And, you know, people, people look at you weird. People look at you real weird. They're like, what? You didn't get anything. What are you talking about? Yeah, I got nothing. And I just, like, people wouldn't drop it. It was one of those things people would go out of their way to say, you know, Micah didn't get a gift this year. And, you know, in front of you, you know, they would say, did you know Micah did get presents this year? I'm like, listen, we don't need to make this a big deal. Of course I didn't get nothing this year. That's fine with me. 
my family is the way that it is just drop it and then before you know it i got a whole lunchroom table and this is in high school a whole lunchroom table it's like you know micah didn't get a gift we need to go out and pull our money together to get a gift i'm like no let's not do that which leads me into my second point there are unwritten rules when it comes to christmas and accepting gifts i like giving gifts more than i like accepting gifts reason being accepting gifts you know there's unwritten rules of you have to open it right then and now so you know a lot of families if you're in the family setting they'll say okay we're gonna open presents now and there's a set time for that where you open it and that all eyes are on you first and foremost when it comes around to the gift you can't be too overly excited or they think you're faking it you can't be too underexcited or they think you don't like it. So you literally, you have to find this balance of, oh my gosh, yeah, this is what I like and this is what I wanted and everything like that. And not to mention if you've been asking for something for a while and you don't end up getting that the entire time, like you have to then curb your disappointment too and not let anybody catch wind of that because then the rest of the holiday is, oh, well, Micah didn't like his stuff. Oh, well, he, you know, he went over the top, which means he really didn't like it, but he's, you know, he's trying to, and it's like, oh, well, he didn't say two words about it, so he doesn't really like it. And then before you know it, they're shoving receipts in your face, like, oh, well, you know, you could return it and do all this. It's like, no, 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 I like it. It's fine. And the next thing you know, it's this whole big deal of, oh, my, well, Micah didn't like his gifts. He didn't like what you got him. And then, so so, you know, of course, that was before my family stopped giving gifts. Fast forward a little bit. I still had people give me gifts that weren't my family. You know, I had Chris's family give me gifts or I had other people give me gifts. So, you know, they would come over to your house or you would see them at places. And they would give you the gift. And it's not like you can say, okay, great, thanks. I will open this later. You know, I'm not going to open it right now. You have to open it right then and there. It's like an unwritten rule. Like, you have to. It's rude if you don't. Like, that's how I was raised. It's rude if you don't open this gift right now. And especially if you're not expecting that gift. Now I've got to turn on this mode of, okay, remember the balance. Don't get too excited. Don't get too disappointed. And so, you know, because God help us. If I'm getting receipts shoved in my face, that is not a happy Micah when I have receipts shoved in my face. Well, you can return it. I'm so sorry you didn't like it. Nobody said that. I didn't say that. I like my gift. It's fine. It's the thought that counts, even if it's not something that I'm expecting. I enjoy gifts. It's fine. But before you know it, it's this whole big deal. And I, you know, I remember several times... Um, going to grandparents house and things like that because uh, even if my immediate family my parents and everything would not give gifts if we went to my grandparents house um they were really about christmas and grandparents like my mom's parents they're really into christmas and they would buy you plethoras of gifts and so then you have to add on top the fact that your parents aren't giving you gifts there and so then the family makes a whole big deal of well we got to get you more because of that and to me, it takes away from the entire process of Christmas and what it really should be about. That's what really grinds my gears about it is because, um, or fries my donuts, it really shouldn't even be about that. We shouldn't have unwritten rules about 
receiving gifts, giving gifts, anything along those lines. It should literally be about the condition of somebody's heart and why they're giving it. But this time of year, you see it rampant a lot of the times. People will go and they will buy gifts out of obligation. And then what does that feed into? Now you're opening this gift and now you're having to react based on obligation. Which really, it's, it's no good for either party. Both parties feel a little uncomfortable, I feel like at least. Um, because in reality, most people don't know what to get other people. Most people don't know hobbies of, you know, people, even families. I mean, my family right now, if, uh, you know, if I did go to Christmas with, you know, my grandparents and their house and, you know, all my aunts and uncles and everything, I love them, but they wouldn't know what to get me. You know, they don't, they don't know what I do hobby wise. And so that's, that's my, uh, what fries my donuts about that is, uh, it's not so much the gifts, gifts, are great this time of year however if it's off of obligation it doesn't end well and the unwritten rules of the matter just throw everything into a tizzy that's a pretty good explanation of why you it's not christmas in general but it's just the some of the things of christmas but that's what fries his donuts about christmas and with that being said we have a special special treat for you guys uh we are gonna have a very trash can 12 days of Christmas, 12 is a lot, I left my menorah at home, so we're going to do 8 days of Christmas, I know, I know, if you ever see me, I, I don't know if I'm Jewish or not, but people think I'm Jewish, I left the menorah, I left the, I have the big nose and the beard, and I'm kind of short, so with that being said, we are going to do trash cans, 8 days of Christmas, with that being said, do you want to start Micah? On the first day of Christmas, your mama gave to me an episode of Trash Can TV. On the second day of Christmas, your mama gave to me two podcast hosts and an episode of Trash Can TV. On the third day of Christmas, your mama gave to me three jelly donuts, two podcast hosts, and an episode of Trash Can TV. On the fourth day of Christmas, your mama gave to me four donut boxes, three jelly donuts, two podcast hosts, and an episode of Trash Can TV. On the fifth day of Christmas, your mama gave to me Five trash can OGs, four donut boxes, three jelly donuts, two podcast hosts, and an episode of Trash Can TV. On the sixth day of Christmas, your mama gave to me six cans of NOS, five trash can OGs, four donut boxes, three jelly donuts, two podcast hosts, and an episode of Trash Can TV. On the seventh day of Christmas, your mama gave to me seven trailer weddings, six cans of NOS, five trash can OGs, four donut boxes, three jelly donuts, two podcast hosts, and an episode of Trash Can TV. On the eighth day of Christmas, your mama gave to me eight pastor smoking, seven trailer weddings, six cans of NOS, five trash can OGs. Four donut boxes, three jelly donuts, two podcast hosts, and an episode of Trash Can TV. Merry Christmas. That was our Trash Can 8 Days of Christmas. And all I have to say is day 8, that's a little bit of foreshadowing for a future episode. So learn about where the 8 pastor smoking is coming from on our next episode. But that leads us to our very last donut before we take the box to the trash, which is our eclair donut, which is our positive advice 
um, for this Christmas holiday. And uh, Chris, I'll let you start with yours, man. So this is, sounds a little cliche, but I know that everybody is in the hustle and bustle. Whenever we drop this episode, we'll be five days out from Christmas. And I know everybody's rushing around to get to their Christmas parties and to get their last minute Christmas gifts. But just slow down and remember the true meaning of Christmas, you know, with with what I believe, you know, with Jesus coming down and being born in the manger and, and all that at Christmas about, is about love and about peace and about goodwill towards men. And don't let all this stuff get you so hyped up and so worried about, well, what if they don't like their present or I need to get this person or this person a gift? You know what? You know, most of the time, and this sounds cheesy, but sometimes the gift is friendship. Sometimes the gift is yourself. You being there and being present with your kids. You know, I can't remember a lot of the toys that I got for Christmas, but I remember my parents being there. I remember spending those times and having those memories with my parents. So if you have kids or family, you know, it's not about this stuff. People, you know, stuff breaks. People can't remember what they got for Christmas seven years ago, or at least I can't, but they'll remember those times. So make the time to make the memories. Enjoy your Christmas time with your family. Um, it's cliche and I'm piggybacking off of yours, but, um, just basically what he was saying as well uh spend time with loved ones that was what mine was going to be as well because we don't know how much time we have on this earth whether it's us or whether it's our family members we're talking about uh, we are all very mortal we all have you know the same thing is going to happen to us at some point in our lives and our lives will end unfortunately however the best part about it is we have time now we have time now. This Christmas is a great time. Um, I mean, for what we've had going on this past year, year and a half, you know, even longer with pandemic and everything, and maybe you couldn't see your family this last year, or, you know, things were hard. Um, we, we get to the opportunity to do that this year. We have the opportunity to see everyone this year. And um, we wish you many blessings, health, and happiness and safe travels if you are traveling um but just remember that many of our issues that we have with family members or other people in this world they're very small they're very small and remember to have um compassion for others because we don't know what other people are going through during this time so just enjoy time with each other and be safe out there Exactly. Christmas is a time to love on each other, not a time to be upset. And for those of you that it's a hard Christmas time for you because maybe you lost a loved one, our heart goes out to you and we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a happy holidays. And it is time to take this donut box podcast out of the trash can. So with that being said, tell them about trash can, Micah. All right. Well, we have our website, tvtrashcan.com. That's tvtrashcan.com. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We have an RSS feed, Apple Podcast, Spotify. We're on Google Podcast um, and YouTube, if I didn't mention that one already. So please like, subscribe. Um, if you subscribe, you get notifications every time something of ours comes out because in the future we are planning more than just a podcast so we're going to have other content so we definitely want you guys to be a part of that uh we appreciate all you trash can ogs out there that's for sure 
we appreciate you guys. And so from the Donut Box podcast, we wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, or whatever holiday you celebrate. We wish you a happy holiday season, a happy new year. With that being said, I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box podcast, and we hope you have a very, very happy holiday season. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.